Hey, everybody. I'm Jenny Stone, and you're listening to Season 10, Episode 6 of HR Rescue, Tips for Building a Conflict Resolution Program. If this is your first time listening, welcome. The HR Rescue Podcast provides business owners, new HR professionals, and HR Department of One with solutions and guidance on some of the most common HR issues. You can find us at hr-rescue.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Now, let's get into today's episode. Anyone who's been in the workforce for any length of time, even first-timers, understands that conflict and tension between employees in the workplace is pretty unavoidable. When you combine people of different backgrounds, belief systems, and personalities, it's a guarantee that not everyone will hold hands and sing kumbaya together every day. Employee conflicts can either be incredibly destructive and tear teams apart, or they can become productive communication avenues that can instead help teams become stronger. Take innovation, for example. It's practically impossible to come up with new ideas without having a bit of productive inter-team conflict. Keyword here is productive. That's why it's important to build a workplace culture where employees feel secure in voicing new ideas that may challenge the status quo. That's called good conflict. Conflict in the workplace becomes destructive when employees don't trust each other, and they treat the word collaboration as nothing more than a buzzword. Managers and frontline leaders need to spot the differences quickly and easily between toxic and healthy conflict in order to lead their teams toward peak performance. I'm going to share some tips with you to help create a system to resolve conflict in the workplace. First, we want to name the problem. You can't even start to resolve workplace conflict unless you know exactly what you're up against. Being keenly in tune with team members, interpersonal disputes or challenges will help you recognize conflict when it first starts bubbling up, which will enable you to proactively manage the situation. Next, we want to determine the effect. Once you discover that an interpersonal conflict is developing, take stock of how it may affect the individuals involved, the team, and your overall workplace culture. Is the conflict a productive, healthy one that can lead to business growth? Or is it a toxic one that pits team members against one another? Next, we want to identify the players. Workplace conflict can reveal itself in many ways and at various levels of the business. Typically, the more people involved in the conflict, the more complicated it will be to figure out what's at stake or to find common ground. Doing your research is critical so that you can understand the full range of involvement and what the potential fallout or benefit could be. Next, we need to gauge everyone's perspectives. Once you've completed the discovery and groundwork, you're ready to gather everyone involved to work toward a resolution. Directly involve all the players in the conflict and ask about and listen to their feelings. You might learn about previously unknown factors that might pertain to the conflict that weren't evident at first. This conversation will be the key to determining the direction you need to take to resolve the conflict. Next, we need to request feedback. After everyone has met and offered their input, the best course of action is to ask how you can best support each side and ensure their concerns are addressed and a satisfactory for all parties solution has been identified. Unless the conflict involves a clear case of company rule breaking, it's not productive to declare one of the parties right and the other one wrong. Next, we want to build accountability. It's not enough to simply declare that a workplace conflict exists. Say that something needs to be done and then just move on. If you don't outline specific expectations and corrective behaviors, you'll end up leaving the root of the conflict intact. It's important to be as detailed as possible when building out a plan. Outline which person or team is accountable for what steps toward a resolution. 
when those steps need to be completed. We don't want to leave anything open-ended. And detail the specific steps you as a leader will take to champion the plan. And then you'll want to evaluate and adjust as needed. For one-off conflicts, these steps are usually only performed once. However, this last step can and should be repeated until the desired results are achieved. What might initially look like a solution that everyone agrees to may not be the best approach. We want to keep working at it until the problem is solved to everyone's satisfaction. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode of HR Rescue. The opinions expressed in this program do not represent legal advice, nor should they necessarily be taken as the views of HR Shield or its employees. Go.